Parshas Emor begins with the laws of Tuma. The Torah says, Kahanim are prohibited to contaminate themselves to non-relatives. Ki im except for his relative who is close to him. His mother, his father, his son, his daughter, his brother, for them he may defile himself. However, concerning a Kohen Gadol, the Pasuk says, his restriction is even greater. He may not contaminate himself to his own parents. And the question is, why is it that the Torah prohibits the Kohen Gadol to partake in his own father or mother's burial? Why is he treated with greater stringency than an ordinary Kohen? On the surface, you might say that since the Kohen Gadol has a higher degree of sanctity than ordinary Kohanim, therefore he has greater limitations when it comes to defilement. But the Rambam says this is not the reason. He explains it with a very powerful fundamental principle. He says the Kohen Gadol is the most prominent, the most renowned and revered person of all the Jewish people. He is the heart and soul of Klal Yisrael. He is the person that does all of the avoidance in the Beis Amikdash on the holiest day of the year. All the Jewish people depend on him for their purity and atonement. Says the Rambam, if people will see that the Kohen Gadol may not contaminate himself to anyone in Klal Yisrael, however, when it comes to his own family, he is allowed. People will say that the Kohen Gadol has a special allegiance and special loyalty to his family, more than he has to the rest of Klal Yisrael. And since he represents all of Klal Yisrael, he cannot give off this perception. Therefore, all of his laws regarding his fellow Yid have to be equal. That's why he may not contaminate himself even to his own parents. If you are a leader in Klal Yisrael, you have to have everyone's interests in mind equally. You can't give off a perception of nepotism. You can't play favorites. There's a fascinating story told about the Holy Rebbe, Rebbe Lemelech of Lezhensk. For a number of years, he went into Gaulus, self-imposed exile, wandering from town to town without revealing his identity spreading Torah and inspiring people to mend their ways. One time, when returning back to his hometown, he heard people lamenting, Lil Eliezer is very ill. We need to help Eliezer. Rebbe Lemelech had a son, Eliezer, and he was sure that they were referring to his son, and he became sick with worry. As he reached closer to home, they informed him that his son was alive and well, and they were referring to a different Eliezer. Upon hearing the news, Rebbe Lemelech breathed a small sigh of relief. He allowed himself a momentary lapse of worry and concern. He then said, If another person's child doesn't bother me as much as my own child, I still need more self-introspection and more discipline. And he went back into exile for another two months. Rebbe Lemelech of Lezhensk understood, In order to be a true Jewish leader, Klal Yisrael's troubles and hardships should be just as concerning and painful to you as your own struggles and hardships. Just a few days ago, Klal Yisrael lost a giant, Reb Zechariah Wallerstein Zechariah at a young age of 64, a man who embodied this very concept. He cared for every person in Klal Yisrael, an ordinary man who led an extraordinary life. He was a dynamic educator, and with his trademark passion, clarity, and love, touched the hearts and souls of thousands of students from all shades of the religious spectrum. 
He gave hope to the children that everyone gave up on. He took in children that no one accepted. And they listened to him, even though he was tough on them, because they knew he cared about each and every one of them. And he was concerned for their well-being, physically and spiritually. They realized that he spoke from the heart and he had their best interest in mind. He dedicated his life to giving to others. He raised over $6 million a year to support his various organizations. And when funds were low, he dipped into his own personal bank accounts to keep his schools afloat. He personally touched the lives of tens of thousands of Jews around the world, seeking to find their place in the world and forge a connection to Hashem and to Yiddishkeit. 30 years ago, when Rabbi Wallerstein began educating and mentoring children, he said, I will treat every girl like one of my own daughters. He made every child feel special. Every Friday, he showed up to school and handed each girl a rose, Lekava Shabbos. He gave them each a bowl of chalent to make them feel the warmth and the love of Shabbos. My niece, Mrs. Fishman, who was a teacher in the school for many years, told me this story. One Friday, Rabbi Wallerstein saw that one of the girls wasn't eating her chalent, and he approached her. Tell me, why aren't you eating your chalent? And she said, I'm not a chalent person. I'm more of a potato kugel person. From the next week and on, in addition to the chalent, there was also potato kugel. With all of his responsibilities, he took the time to treat every child like his own child and made them feel special. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.